Cortisol raised. Don't don't get the cortisol cortisol raised. That's it. Right, evening guys. Uh, welcome to our uh, podcast. We've got a uh, interesting topic, which is as simple as as complex as any. Yeah. And that's discussing and really. Uh, Oli and I were chatting earlier about the concepts of um, of sleep, cortisol, pace of life, um, and uh, we thought we'd we'd open a discussion along those lines. Um, as always, it's unplugged. We don't know where we're going with this, um, but I think a good place to start is identifying that stress in our modern day world it uh, it affects cortisol. Yeah, and also cortisol gets a bad rep. But we do need some cortisol. Yeah, I think everyone uh, usually brings cortisol into the equation. Is that is my cortisol levels high from a functional medicine perspective of doing you know cortisol tests? Um, but what does that mean? What you know, someone says, well, my cortisol is high. It's all very well saying that that, um, but the nuts and bolts are things people don't necessarily appreciate. Why? What is cortisol? Why it might be raised? And in fact, actually, that the body does that initially for a very valid reason. So we don't ever want to knock cortisol and saying the body's doing something wrong and cortisol is high or it's so burnt out that the cortisol levels are so low. I think the key with that, no matter what path we go down, whether it's medicated or not or lifestyle, number one, start with the question, why would my body doing that and, and what's going on for it to get to that state? Yeah. So why, would, why would cortisol... I think before we go there, we need to look at what cortisol needs to do during the day. Yeah. So when we wake up, if we looked at a graph, cortisol would be high as we wake up. It's what's going to be the thing that wakes you up in the morning. Yeah. And then it slowly goes down as the day goes on. Yeah. So what's the, so I was going to start off as what's the function of cortisol? It's a stress response. Essentially, that's going to get your body to release blood sugar yeah or sugar into well the and cortisol is the opposite of um, your this melatonin yep. so when we sleep we need to be sedated and slow and we need to the nervous system needs to quieten so um, at night ideally your cortisol levels should be low and uh, cortisol has that is a stress hormone so it tends to wake us up and it makes us sharp yep. so obviously at night when we sleep we don't we don't need that so cortisol levels should be low, uh, melatonin should be higher, so that's what helps us fall into sleep. And then in the early hours, particularly with daylight, the melatonin levels drop and cortisol levels should be the highest. Yep. Um, that's also Which very linked with testosterone, it links with the, it wakes us up, it makes us uh, ready to get going for the day. So that's why we should wake up in the morning um, with a little bit more spring and bounce than when we go to bed because we're bed retired and cortisol levels should be low. Uh, cortisol obviously also works very well under a stress response because cortisol is very closely linked with things like adrenaline and, and the other stress hormones which make, is the fight or flight. Yeah, and it's, it's the HPA excess that basically tells cortisol to raise. Yeah. So like the hypothalamus in the brain to pituitary to adrenals yeah so that all links to that hypothalamus tells your pituitary to tell your adrenals to say we need cortisol literally like that uh, or quicker than that because if there's a line there we need to be able to run pretty quickly yeah so i describe it within the within chiropractic terms the nervous system 
as uh, sympathetic and parasympathetic. Parasympathetic is that slow, relate. You know, you want that to go to sleep. Sympathetic is I need to be. Uh, I mean to be awake. Uh, if we're sitting here and a lion walks into the um, room, happens a lot. Cortis- in of course, yeah. <laughs> You've got to be prepared. You yeah. never know. These these zoos, you know, they're not as strong as they yeah. they're not as secure as they used to be. So a rogue lion um, wanders in, immediately your your fight or flight response kicks in, your cortisol levels go up because your body is gonna say, wake up, you either gotta fight this lion or run away from this lion. And it's designed for something to happen within minutes and then done. So either the lion's killed you, you've killed the lion. You've scared the lion and it's run away or you've run away, but that happens in an instant. And it does that by putting sugar in, like basically into the blood for us to get energy, deliver it to yeah, where we so need it. Yeah, so it changes our metabolism, it changes our heart blood, rate. takes the blood away from the stomach and the places where we don't necessarily, like, oh, we don't need it there. Yeah. And that's one of the big problems because it slows down digestion. Yeah, so it's designed, but it's very effective to do that in the short term. It must do that. It's not saying, listen, at the moment... Having a big meal is important. In many ways, it actually goes the other way. That, that sex drive as well. The whole, the whole, it prioritizes. Yeah. And I, I think we don't have lions nowadays, but we have deadlines at work. We have stress at home with family, with relationships. We have uh, stress with the traffic outside. We being Brits moan about the weather being too cold and then too hot. Then too hot. And then it's too windy and then too wet and whatever next. Uh, there'll be stresses just watching TV and seeing what's going on around the world with politics and all different yeah. things uh, and all these different things are kind of the equivalent of a line being brought into the room yeah. for your they're just lines continually going and I mean another way of looking at it is when you drive around the, down in your car and someone pulls out in front of you you get this surge of adrenaline you get this surge of you, your focus is sharp that's how the body is designed to, to work it but as you say lifestyle now we're getting kind of almost mini lions hitting us you know, hundreds of times in the day and then we're going, trying to then say, right, I've got this deadline there, but now I must, it's late, I must go get to sleep. And the cortisol levels have not dissipated. You haven't, it hasn't woken you up in the morning to be productive and then fizzled out. They've just been peaking all the way yeah. through. But what happens if you have cortisol raised for too long? What are the implications? Well, burnout. Um, there's this debate within medical terms of, a, of an adrenal burnout or adrenal fatigue. But really what happens is just the these, these systems, your body just can't operate. It's a bit like revving your car. The car's revs can go high to suddenly drop a gear and get out of a, a sticky situation in the traffic. But it's not designed to drive at that high revs all the way to London and back. And so the answer would, what would happen to your car? Well, it'll overheat, it'll over-rev, um, something's going to pop and burn. But burn we can out. also that's what's see... Gonna happen. It creates inflammation, and that's the big thing in, in our, in, in, to take it to a health perspective. Yeah. It creates inflammation. Your body is not designed to run at that level. But if, that if we look at the main purpose as well of the blood sugar, we can also see that uh, we're getting people that are pre-diabetic yeah. that aren't overweight because of their stress levels. And yeah, then yeah. they can get type two, two. two diabetes without actually saying, oh, I'm obese or anything like that. They might be exercising. But again, there, the exercise might be actually increasing the cortisol. Yeah, so the, the, the thing fine, is what happens fine, is stress, your, your metabolism get thrown. And then so if you take the sugar element, you start getting insulin resistance. 
So your now body needs to use more insulin to get the same amount of blood sugar control and eventually start then developing diabetes. And that doesn't have to be in the, the category um, obese person. It can be that slim, but they continually, sugar levels are high. Just stress, 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 stress. And they're just hitting those, um, the pancreas is just hitting the insulin levels all the time. You can get, um, uh, obviously you get your sugar cravings and stuff which come in. You get your sleep dep- deprivation, which, which throws everything out. Um, you change in sex hormones because of the knock-on effect through through cholesterol and how you have sex hormones. Uh, it's said it, the priorities change. Your, yeah. your body is not then saying, oh, I've got to be super fit for reproduction when the lion's are just about to try and, and eat And if we look at cortisol over time, that big peak in the morning, it gets lower and lower and lower. And then you get the people that are really, really fatigued and the body isn't actually producing cortisol yeah. to the degrees it needs. And that's just a whole other story. So those are the guys also, aren't they, who then say, I need my fix, I need my pick-me-up. So their cortisol levels are low, so in the morning they, they fatigue, they drain, the so they need the coffee, they need the sugar, they need a croissant, they need something to boost them up because the body then needs instant, instant energy. So if, so if you've had... A, cucumber, a cu- no. slice of cucumber and a tomato, they're not quite going to cut it. Um, it's that's not the first thing in the morning. It's... So I, was, I, was, I was off the track. I wasn't thinking about breakfast. <laughs> but hey, you could have that. Some short people do. Yep. Um, you know, avocado, uh, avocado, tomato, and boiled egg is a great, great breakfast. I wouldn't have it. Huh? Nah. Too um, millennial for me. <laughs> Too millennial. I am technically a millennial. <laughs> You're more millennial than I am. <laughs> yeah. Too, too Love Islandy for me, but um, no, don't get me started with that. <laughs> that can stress people out. In fact, that does let's, stress let's me use out. that as a diversion because I was speaking at someone. A diversion, not a diversion. Anyway, Mediation. that's the one. I was speaking to someone who was talking about sleep, and sleep is one of the things which we need to help make sure that our hormones will work properly. And as we said about cortisol going lower in the evening. If we think about when the sun goes down and we have all the false light, the systems that we have around us, all the technology are going to be smashing out blue light, which is going to wake us up. And I was speaking to someone and I said, look, it's going to be a case of getting sleep optimized and just bringing sleep a little bit forward. And they were complaining about health, complaining about health, complaining about health. They couldn't sleep earlier because Love Island was on. And I gave up. There's, there comes a point when probably shouldn't say it on a live, shouldn't say it on a podcast, but if you're putting Love Island above your health, maybe that's where your priorities need to change. Yeah, but don't, that's where the thing, don't you think that some people, they all, they understand that there's a change in their health? Mm-hmm. And so stress is a, is a great one because everyone says, oh, I've got stress and everyone does have stress. But when, uh, when it comes to health and then when people need to stop and look they're looking for either that one thing or that magic bullet or the the tablet or this rather than actually saying what's my lifestyle like why would I be doing it so so when looking at things like sleep some people say well what how many people do um, actually say maybe I need to know, my sleep patterns aren't that good or um, how do I get ready to go to sleep and understand stress levels and how I always say that stress, what's going on in the day is what affects you at night um, when you're trying to get to sleep. So if you're sleeping, you're waking up in the middle of the night 
um, it's usually from day stress because your your cortisol levels, your stress hormones, you get enough sleep to survive but not to thrive. Um, but I'm, you know, it does surprise me how some people some people are very in tune, they're very connected and saying, you know, this is what's going on and I can understand why this, but other people they just don't seem to so they look at that, well I'm stressed, so so Love Island is easy viewing. Mm-hmm. It's not complicated viewing. Um, so some people say, well, I watch Love Island to, to unwind, but I don't think they're necessarily realizing that that actually is not unwinding them. It's so, still it's a very still strong stimulant. Yeah, and we look and, at that. I didn't and, really and we, go into it with. So we've got the course. All other pro, other yeah. programs can yeah. also do this. Yeah, we're not effects. discriminating against Love Island. <laughs> it's not very good, but we're not discriminating against it. And I'm going to hold my hands up and say I've never actually seen an episode, so I can't <laughs> even judge it. Anyway. <laughs> The cortisol goes down as, as the day goes on, and when it gets to bedtime, the problem is we're scrolling through our phones, we've uh, got iPads up to our face, we're on Netflix, Amazon, whatever it is, and Love Island, if that's your thing, that's your thing. But then we have this false raise, in, or this raise in cortisol because of false sunlight. So it goes down, and we're getting ready to sleep, and then suddenly it's up again. Yeah. And therefore, and there are those hours where it's 10 till 12 or something like that at midnight, then people say, I can't sleep because your cortisol is raised up because it thinks it's, the body thinks it's the morning again. Yeah, and, and it's not just about cortisol, is no, it? It's other hormones. This is very all those other hormones yeah. and all the other things. So it's, it's, a, real, down it's a real issues. complex uh, interaction between different hormones and systems. And so it's very much trying to get back into, I think the message for the cortisol is, is it's part of a rhythm. And having and trying to understand that the body's in a rhythm. So when stresses are up and we know that there are lions attacking us, um, hypothetically, how are we then unwinding and getting rid of them? You know, things like meditation and, and relaxation techniques. Uh, what are the other things that balance us? Because... You're not necessarily going to get get the work deadline and the, the pressures away, but how are we balancing that so that then the body does have a chance to go into a sleep rhythm? It's it's you're paying the price, but with poor sleep because of stress, because you're not managing the stress. It's not that you can't your body's suddenly forgotten how to sleep. Um, so how connected are we into the element of rhythms? Cortisol is rhythm, so you can't you know you you, you take cortisol or, or steroid very often when you're in crisis to try and boost the body to heal but your sleep disturbs if anyone's take on high dose steroids you find that a lot of people are tired and wired because your cortisol levels are still high mm-hmm. they have a place but you're using them incorrectly but a lot of people are walking around with a lifestyle that is resulting in their their cortisol levels to be working incorrectly yeah so instead, as well, uh, instead of reaching for that sleeping tablet, let's try and have an understanding of why would the body be doing this in the first place. It could also, uh, even when we look at, so through the night, so you mentioned people waking up, and it could be their body is maybe deficient of certain vitamins. I think it's B3 and 6 that stops your body going through gluconeogenesis. Now, if you're in a fasting period, which you are at night, your body needs to then be able to get fat for fuel because yeah. it's gone through the gluconeogenesis. Glu- glycogen and glucose stores and basically it needs to be able to get fat for fuel now if it can't go through gluconeogenesis it then needs cortisol to raise to put sugar into the blood so it can actually get your brain to function because brain runs sugar yeah and that's when it'll wake you up because that cortisol is raised through the night just a spike of cortisol to get your brain to get that sugar 
will then wake you up. And that's where people are just going to go throughout without getting a full night's sleep, which is then going to be worse for hormones. Yeah. And it's like, where do we actually start? So I think we should leave it at that one for part one. And then part two, we can talk about some sort of methods of yeah. going into yeah. bringing so the cortisol down. The, the, the take home for me, part one, is when, you're, when the systems of the body are thrown out and you know sleep and stress levels are high and cortisol and you've got that adrenal fatigue, press stop and, press stop and then just go, why? Not, not at that stage, what should I do? We'll go through in part two. Number one is, what's going on? Why, why would my body be doing this? And have an understanding of that the body's systems are out because mm-hmm. I think that'll lead us into uh, into what can we do about it. Definitely. Right, let's catch you on the other side, part two coming up, um, and uh, it'll be more about what can you do about yourself or for yourself um, in sorting this out.